Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode number 328. Uh, Luigi here. It's a me, Mario here. Hey, um, have a lower, Mm-mm. not as Italian voice. No, see, know? at least I can get away with that because I am Italian. Oh, you are I just, can't do it. No, you're just no, you're a cheap knockoff. Now I'm just being, you're I'm the, just you're, being racist. You're, you're the jogging like Wizamo. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Not even Charlie Day. Oh my gosh. No, not even close. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for those watching on YouTube, uh, Anthony's rocking his Mario hat. His official mario hat actually my official super mario movie 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 hat hat. though mine is an official luigi hat Uh, straight uh, from uh. nintendo yeah but look at this no no that's cool yeah i see it that's cool but this bad boy's from uh from uh nintendo and and for for two people uh or at least me uh growing up as an only child this is probably the most i've ever uh done as luigi Uh. (laughs) whether it's playing a game or cosplaying yeah, uh, you know, I, Luigi. Yeah, I mean, same with me because I wasn't. Well, I wasn't an only child, but as an only boy, you know, <laughs> exactly. I was the gamer. Um, but Luigi never really appealed to me in a game growing up. Even like Super Mario Two, when he was a playable character, like you got to choose who to play with. His whole jumping high thing never really worked for me anyway. I was like, well, because the princess could float, so I'm like, well, that's cooler and everyone had a super jump anyway in two so yeah pretty much so you get to where you need yeah there's really no plus his legs would flail and it was all like it it just looked he's lanky Mm -hmm. i'm not lanky Mm -hmm. i am anything but no no you you are you are luigi's (laughs) plural (laughs) i should have bought the wario app that's what i should have bought oh that would have been great that would have worked (laughs) i almost did um and actually you know it just dawned on me and i haven't thought about this in easily i'm 43 so in easily 33 years or maybe 25 Mm -hmm. or something like that when i was younger uh, i was actually in a costume halloween costume contest in the cub scouts and i was mario really totally forgot about that was it uh, did you win i did not yeah which is weird too because i had a lot of family members high up in in the scouting regime and i did not win yeah so they it's just because they knew they knew you were a fraud i had my mom made a red hat Mm -hmm. i had the overalls i had a plunger and i even had a i remember this vividly i had a a a must a clip-on mustache Mm -hmm. that hurt like hell oh because it would clip right here in your nose oh man that hurt (laughs) well you know what you know what the problem was when you were a kid you were very you were scrawny I was so, grunting. You, you wouldn't scr- think it now. No. I was very scrawny. right. So you were. So you would. Uh, you would have actually been better being Luigi. This is true. So wasn't, yeah, like you needed. Yeah, you needed to be like I don't know, like Chunk from the Goonies if you wanted to pull off Mario. <laughs> Basically, and where scrawny kids usually bulk up with muscle. Yes, I went the complete opposite direction. So. <laughs> you, well, you you bulked. You bulked out. <laughs> this is very true. That's all. With that being said, uh, but uh, nevertheless, so very cool. And speaking of the Mario movie, not the actual Mario movie, but gaming movies, um, the last couple, just to throw it out there, I don't even know what got me to watch them, but I decided to go back and check out the old uh, magnum opus that is 1995's Mortal Kombat. Very oh, very cool. Yeah, we, uh, we uh, talked about that a little, little bit the other day, right? Uh, uh, not here, but no, no, no. I mean, we talked in about general, it in, yeah. in real life because you know we do that sometimes. <laughs> Usually, yeah. we don't want to stop talking when the recording stops. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just kind of threw it on uh, Apple TV, and it just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, that movie in 1995 was just for a video game movie. Look, it didn't win yep. any Oscars, but for a video game movie, and it would have been the one, I th- second or third, no, it had to have been probably the second live action video game movie to be released. No, third, yeah, because Super Mario Brothers was first, then yep. Double Dragon, then Mortal Kombat. Oh, uh, yes, Double Dragon. <laughs> Still. A classic. Um, so yeah, so watching Mortal Kombat, great fight scenes, you know. Again, where funny enough, when we when we talk about Fourth. really, what was it? Uh, Street, Street Street Fighter came before Mortal Kombat. Uh, okay, all right. I was a little close to each other. No, think, very so. very in- but very interesting. You know, I never looked into yeah. um the order of video game movies because honestly, I didn't think Mario was the first one. I thought there might have been one before that, but no, I definitely always knew Mario was the first. But yeah. it, after that, it got a little wacky. It, that um, it did. Wow. But yeah. So so after I was done with Mortal Kombat, I'm like, ah, I forgot how good this movie is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I need to cleanse my palate. So I figured, let's move on to 1997's disaster, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh yeah, that's not cleansing your palate. You're just like <laughs> ruining your palate. <laughs> And, you know, now I love cheesy movies. I am a huge fan. Mystery Science Theater, Rift Tracks. Yes, you are. So it's up my alley. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But to go back and to watch it, to watch that, to, which I found out later just reading IMDb or something, um, the reason why there was such heavy uh, like green screen work where you could basically see the green in mm-hmm. the green screen, the director, I forgot his name, was like, yeah, that was not finished. That was not the intent. So they I guess ran out of money, money or something. They just mm-hmm. threw it out there. But yeah. I do remember, I don't know if it was the first one or the second movie. Do you remember when it came out? Remember the Mortal Kombat codes? Yeah. And remember, they always advertise. If you go see the movie, mm-hmm. you'll get a special code. Yes. I couldn't remember if it was the first one or the second movie. I do not remember. Yeah, neither do I. And and not that any codes popped up like in the credits or anything for either movie. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but what was I don't remember even like because I saw I definitely saw the first one in the theater. I did not see the second one in the theater. I feel like that was flipped for me. Yeah, I saw the first one in the theater. I don't remember a code. I remember there used to be codes like right before I think it was Mortal Kombat two or three, right before the round started, you could you just hit the buttons and these like different icons come up and you get like big head mode or something like that. Oh, I re- yeah, I remember those, movie. yeah. And I just remember them advertising it will be on the big screen. And I remember seeing something. Mm-hmm. I remember what the code did, but nevertheless, um it was a way to get that's how I got them to see the movie in the theater, actually. Yeah. I wanted to try it. Yeah. But, and actually, uh, when you think about it, that was like a that was a very quick turnaround for Mortal Kombat from game to film because the first Mortal Kombat it, came out, I think, like in 92. 93, I think, when it actually hit. Right. Uh, and, ni- and by 95, you had a movie. It was such a, well, Street Fighter wasn't that far with 91 for Street Fighter 2. Well, so, 91 for Street Fighter 2, but 87 for Street Fighter 1. Correct. But let's face facts. None of us, I, for all intents and purposes, I thought Street Fighter 2 was the first game. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there, there was a reason why it had the two. After I know, it. but no one really. I never saw the original Street Fighter arcade game. Okay. I'm just saying it was. Yeah, it became such a juggernaut that it could it lived on its own. True. That's what I'm saying. True. So, but uh, and no, that's interesting. You know, that's something we should look into, like the turnaround time between a move, a game and a movie, a game and a movie, because I'm pretty sure there's probably some real short ones. Well, there. I'm sure I'm pretty sure Mortal Kombat might have the short. That might. Because I'm like, I'm literally looking at a list on Wikipedia of all video game movies. And 
I don't know. Uh, the only other one I could think of that might have been closer. I don't remember when Wing Commander came out. The game that one I think was out for a while. I think that was out in the eighties. Right. I think maybe early. Uh, that's 90s. what I thought too. Yeah. I mean, the next one, the next one looks like it would it would probably be Tomb Raider or yeah, it would be Tomb Raider because um, that came that game came out in ninety six, mm-hmm. uh, and the first movie was in two thousand one. So only five okay. years. So right, not too bad. Yeah, but then that's when that's when Hollywood started capitalizing. Yes, oh. like the oh. ultra amazing Dead or Alive movie. Uh, I deal away alone a, in the dark. Be fair, DOA went straight to video. It was one of um Dimensions Extreme DVDs, which I own. Uh, and How... uh, Alone in the Dark is a wonderful Uve Bowl uh cinema. Yes. How did I miss Tekken the movie? D- direct to DVD. Thank you. I was gonna say, why no, no, it had a theatrical release. Did it? It had to it, be a short one. It must have. It must have been super short because yeah, it has a. Uh, it has um, uh, which we call it. it. It made one point almost one point seven million dollars in theaters domestically. Yeah. Well, it must. Yeah, it must have been. Okay, uh, no, I don't that, think it was. A that says worldwide, play. so maybe it was Japan. It or... was definitely. A, no, I think it was a release. They might have done like a limited release here. Yeah, it could have just been a limited release to get it out there. Nowadays, uh, a lot of movies are purely limited yeah. release. Like they go to like Fathom events for two days. Yeah. The question so. I have though, are there any movies on here I haven't heard of? And the actually, what's funny is only one. Tekken. No, <laughs> nope. Let me rephrase that. Two. Oh, no, Dragon? no, no. I mean, I mean, ones where I wouldn't have connected. A game oh, I gotcha. Movie. Uh, there's one called Dead Trigger. Uh, okay. Thank you for thank you. That's based on a mobile game. Okay, so and yeah, done, that's a weird oh, done by my own friend, my old friends at Saban Films. There you go. Uh, I think Dolph Lundgren had that one. And then another one recently, more recently, was uh, Werewolves Within. That is a that's like a fiction. Well, uh, there was a TV show on Apple TV on Apple Plus, um, Magic Quest, I think it's called. It was like basically uh, takes place in a video game company, like them making a game, this this MMORPG. Oh, okay. And that might be the game in the game. And again, that's a situation that went straight to Got it. straight to streaming. Yeah. No, but outside of that, I I know all of the other ones. Like all the other ones. I, and those I, are just the seen, Yeah, have I seen them all? No. Oh no, neither have I, but I want to now. Um, I've seen a lot of them, yeah. to be honest with you. But you know, um, and you know what's funny though? The the uh, again, just off of Wikipedia. Yeah. The upcoming list of oh, yeah. video game movies is about as long as the full history of uh, video game movies that have already been made. A it's, lot of those has got to be in production hell, though. It's insane. Uh, well, yeah, because uh, they have them listed as TBA, but like yeah. they have stuff on here like Space Channel 5, um, Untitled Streets of Rage movie, Untitled Space Invaders movie. I think it's, ba- you know what it is? That's probably just companies buying the rights to hold on to them yeah you know like that uh what was that roger corman um uh fantastic four movie oh yes <laughs> and which was made just so fox can hold mm-hmm. on to the rights but yeah. no one told the actors yeah. although <laughs> the dead by daylight uh movie is i know you could, you could be looking to it for that one i know De- that oh definitely looking for now that's that for the sure. list of live action movies wait till you see the list of animated movies what's funny is the animated movies they have on the list here are very short not as many I don't think they. Oh, here we go. Nope, just found the the real animated list. <laughs> and then the Japanese wow. list. Yeah, and, totally and Korean list. list. Yep. Some of the Korean only movies that are based on games. Some of them are good too. So we're gonna 
we might have some stuff planned down the road. You'll see. Yep. But uh, definitely, yeah, it's Tekken There's is a lot on my list. I still want to watch Tekken, so we should definitely I, watch that. Chris wanted me to Tekken too, as well, but be that as it may. Um, yeah, so it was pretty cool. So I decided. So to watch you went that. So you went down the Mortal Kombat I, movie rabbit hole, Mortal and you Kombat. you enjoyed how the first one was good and the second one was trash. Yes, and the, that the second one, the second one was to me reminded me of the Street Fighter movie, which was stuff as many characters as you can in it. And throw in as many things from the video game as you can, which was why I thought the Street Fighter movie wasn't good. Well, here's the thing. Funny you say that, because, again, the idea of Mortal Kombat Annihilation was more characters, more fights, more outworld, more special effects for 1997. Yeah. So they literally they purposely did that. I mean, when you have a movie with Noob, Cybot and Ermac in it, I mean, yeah. come on now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was smoke got uh, his cameo. He did. It was just a little, yeah, it was just way overdone, yeah. way too many people, and it suffered. And the recasting, I mean, look, no offense, I get, sometimes you got to recast, uh, you know, they had some blockbuster names for the first one, with, for Christopher Lambert as Ra uh, uh, Raiden, um, I forgot her name, who played Sonya Blade, but then... Is it Bridget Nielsen? That's what, yes, Bridget Nielsen, yes. And then the recasts for the two of them like they didn't even try to make to get lookalikes they were just like you know what we're just gonna wing it <laughs> no you know what though i mean when recasting you don't always go for lookalikes you just go for like who's the best actor we can especially find. back then well i mean <laughs> even that was stretching it so yeah i know but well, they, they, they they recast johnny cage perfectly in that sequel because he died in five seconds he sure did i forgot about that too yep. he definitely died quickly Yep. Uh, enjoyed that part. Uh, and I think I know what led me, now that I think about it, I know what led me to watch the movies. Because we were talking about Mortal Kombat 11. We were talking about Mortal Kombat. Well, we, were, skins. We, we, we were, yes, you had brought up Mortal Kombat 11. Actually, no, I think you were already watching the movie when you we talked about Oh, maybe skins. I did, because Sh yeah. Shang Tsung, uh, like, that was, like, spot on. Like, yeah, one of the best great. versions of a character you can find from a yeah. game to the, to the big screen. Shang Tsung yeah. rocked it. Yeah, because so. because the conversation I think started. You were watching Mortal Kombat, um, and then because we were a game, we were going to game on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Thir Thursday nights, a group of us game together. Uh, Larry shows up once in a while, and I'm usually asleep by like yeah, sleep. I know. So <laughs> we were gaming, and you had texted me, and you're like, "I have like 30 minutes left in Mortal Kombat," and like, "Okay," and then oh, that's you, right. And then you jumped on chat. We started talking Mortal Kombat, and you brought up how. Mortal Kombat 11 had the movie skins for some of the characters. So yes. then I went on my PS5, you went on yours. We were looking at that. And then, you know, because of the announcement for the new Mortal Kombat game, which is going to be Mortal Kombat 1, mm -hmm. you know, they're redoing the universe, rebooting the universe. Um, I went online and um, uh, I purchased, uh, well, actually, I had purchased Mortal Kombat 11 the week prior. Yeah. For like five bucks because yeah. they, they have like a huge <laughs> sale on it yeah um and then i went online and i downloaded the movie skins i did buy the movie skins and then i downloaded all the extras that they had available for <laughs> yes um, it was so pretty cool so now my Mortal Kombat 11 i have the complete and i can go play through it because i enjoyed 10 because i had fun yeah I, I had not played a mortal Kombat in a really long time i think like the last one i really got into was um it might have been Deception okay. um, on PlayStation 2, I think. See, I might have to go back even further 
for that. Um, yeah, because I remember I bought Deadly Alliance and I bought Deception. Mm-hmm. And that's when they were really like, that's when like they were starting to do like a re- like really um, like video story modes. Like they actually had anima- animation and yep. uh, cut cutscenes and stuff with full story modes, uh, with a full story mode. And I really enjoyed those. And then I, then it fell off the map for me for a long time. And I, and then I got back into it with Mortal Kombat 10. See, what's funny with me is I, you know, first Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat one and two rocked. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed three. Uh, I think we can say growing up Mortal Kombat, uh, uh, gold or Mortal Kombat trilogy, trilogy. Trilogy. trilogy was the best phenomenal yeah i played trilogy on the n64 like endlessly yes. i mean i mean to release a game with every single mortal kombat character in it i'm Basically. like you didn't you 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 didn't need to play the first two anymore because I mean, you had everybody on the third you know and, the trilogy and it was essentially an upgrade to mortal kombat 3 but still yep. you're right it had like everybody and my absolute favorite were the uh, cheat code menus like the so that you can yes. do one button fatalities i don't care uh congratulations to everybody who like wasted brain cells memorizing <laughs> all of the all of the fatalities and stuff i had i had no patience to that, so. <laughs> um so when trilogy when you were able to get the secret um the secret menu screen so you can turn all that on yep that was the best so for me uh i think the last time i really invested into mortal kombat was actually mortal kombat versus dc universe which i thought was an amazing i came out in 2008 on okay. the ps3 and the 360 mm-hmm. okay. and i just thought it was just an awesome uh it's not really part of the time it's like you know an offshoot mm-hmm. but to incorporate those dc characters and to be like um who's not going to play a superman and then that's when I learned that Superman all of a sudden is uh um was it uh, evil Superman? No, 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 it was regular oh. Superman, but he's um magic hurts him. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, okay. So now all the Mortal Kombat people are magicians. But nevertheless, it was a great, great uh offshoot and a great fighter. But I yes, I have eleven, loved it. Looking forward to MK1. I haven't figured out what uh which system to buy it on. But here's a fun, quick fact about the movie. I didn't realize this. They actually offered the part of Raiden to Sean Connery. Yes, I knew that. That I did not know. That I knew that, and he no. very wisely said no. <laughs> to go on to do uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, the the film that ended his career. Basically, that did it. No, he came back for, uh, he did an animated movie. Did he? He did, yeah. I can't remember the name of it though, but that's like uh, technically his last one. Yeah, but I thought, he, yeah, yeah, but that was his last live action. He yes. said after that experience, he never wanted to do another movie. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's <laughs> saying a lot. Which was sad too, because I, I had high hopes for that movie, and everyone did apparently. Yeah. So, oh well, except for Sean Connery. Yeah. Well, that experience right. is on set. They bleed out. <laughs> yes, um, they do. Uh, so yeah. So uh, so since we were talking about. Um, mk11 and purchasing yeah. and all that stuff i there i did pick up a couple of games this week oh did you um, i also pulled a larry special too um i purchased them you digitally. bought something way expensive oh no digitally i bought wow, them digitally okay. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um the, besides mk11 um which i recently bought uh mm-hmm. i also finally bought and this is also similar to our mortal Kombat discussion and where it led i was working yesterday and okay. um it was thursday was national game show day right yes it was <laughs> thursday was national game show day and for those of you who listen to the show uh you know larry and i are both suckers for game shows i've mm-hmm. been i've been on a few you have 
which is awesome. So, so Thursday, Thursday was kind of like my personal holiday, uh, <laughs> but um, buzzer network has been showing, has been celebrating it all weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was watching yesterday and I had gotten to the point where they were replaying stuff I had already seen. And I'm like, Holy cow. I go, I've literally circumvented all of the game shows <laughs> where they're replaying them. So I'm like, I got to watch something else. So I started scrolling through other channels because while I'm working, I just put something on in the background. Fair enough. Uh, I found their comedy movie station and playing. So I switched over to that. And what was on there was Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Oh, nice. And I'm like, stupid, fun, perfect thing to play in the background. And then it also dawned on me. I'm like, oh, I was like, you know, I never bought the Bill and Ted games digitally Mm -hmm. because we had passed up the limited run. We did. Could have gotten the soundtrack. I know. Soundtrack. (laughs) <laughs> yes silly us <laughs> so i bought um so i wound up buying the bill and ted collection mm-hmm. on switch two games for nine dollars and 69 cents 69 dude yep which would nice touch there yes absolutely um so i'm looking forward to playing those yes uh, well they... let me rephrase that i'm looking forward to playing the second one that i never played on the game boy the game boy game yeah i already know how the first one plays and i remember how much i hated it it's a tough one it's it's it's, it's, it's it's no it's not tough it's terrible wow somehow nintendo yeah. power gave i just happened to pull it up on wikipedia Nintendo <clears> power <throat> gave bill and ted's excellent video game adventure for the nes mm-hmm. three and a half stars which is way more than i expected that Wait to a happen really wow we must they must not have let out released that many games at that but time. then to be fair honest gamers four out of ten game cola three out of ten uh flying omelet i love a good flying omelet uh Mm -hmm. one out of five stars there you go that's that's more in line you're right the game but which i never owned the game boy uh version Mm -hmm. and just the game it's hard to explain how it plays it just it's a single screen level so and you just go around collecting stuff and you know and dodging enemies um but it's to me it's way more fun to play military's excellent game boy adventure or in this case it's just called um Bill and Ted's excellent portable adventure, I think. Right. So, but nevertheless, still plays sweet. Um, I think you'll get way more fun out of that one. Though one day, um, and, you know, it's not going to be, maybe it might be part of our new segment. But yeah. for now, I'm trying to steer clear of it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, that was uh, my uh, my my short list of purchases this week. Very cool. oh, there's also a version on links. I gotta check. That's not part of the collection that we bought. Oh, check that out. Same game, same game, or I don't know. I got. I haven't looked into it much yet. I gotta see. All right. Well, why don't you tell us how many thousands of dollars you spent this week? <laughs> and not I'll look that it up. much. I'll look it up. Um, really quick. Well, what I got here first, uh, and this was not a thousand. Might have even been under a hundred. Um, I need to justify my purchase of the Turbo. Uh, excuse me, of the uh, Evercade Duo. Ah, so. I went and on eBay and I purchased myself now my second uh, TurboGrafx CD, Super CD-ROM. Oh, very nice. Two-system game. And of course, it is part of a series that I absolutely love and enjoy. And I'm slowly collecting all of them. Uh, Star Proteus. Ah, very nice. Love the Proteus series. Such a goofy take. Very, very cool. Basically just Konami making fun, uh, Hudson Soft making fun of themselves. Eh. So. Might as well. If you no, no, totally. And it's in a goofy way. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, that's a PC engine on the front cover. That guy's oh, a nice. PC engine. So nice. <laughs> and then the Vic Viper and stuff like that. So just so you know, really quickly, the Bill and Ted game on the Atari Lakes was completely different from the yeah, other I, two games. I know. Definitely. And it, was, it was also single player and multiplayer. 
one to two players. Yeah, links one to two up. players. Link yep. Uh, the the and just really quickly, the story was the princesses Joanna and Elizabeth have been kidnapped by death, and the San Dimas <laughs> duo must travel through time to find and rescue them. Oh, death! Come on, I thought you were cool. I thought it was cool. Also, well, the you station know, station in it. You know, at the end of Bogus Journey, remember he did go solo at one point. This is true. Yeah. Just never able. IGN gave the game an eight out of ten. <laughs> I'm looking at that now. Yeah. <laughs> GamePro gave it twenty out of twenty-five. Yeah. So this might be the this might be the this, best one. It might be the definitive version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to me, if Station's not in it, it's not a worthy game. Maybe you find them along the way. I don't think Station is anywhere here. Oh, Station. All right. So uh, anyway. yeah. So I got my second game, and of course I won't know till Lord knows when I get my duo if this yep. even works. But I'm happy to have it, nevertheless. And it looks if you, if, if you would have bought your Polymega, you'd have a duo. Shush. Um, you know, it's even got the Japanese, uh, you know, registration card. Very nice registration card. So that's cool. I like that. I'll check that out. And then something I bought per- before, but I wanted to show it off because uh, it's going to go on my wall soon, so I won't be able to show it off again. Etsy. Um, oh, I don't have who created this. I apologize. But um, I need a place to store my Joy-Cons because, as you know, I have a lot of them for some reason. I still only have two. <laughs> I two have that a, came with my Switch. I have enough where you can play four players nice. and they each have their own pair of Joy-Cons. Oh, nice. So, and Nintendo just announced they're putting out new colors, new pastel colors. Oh, so you're buying more. I know I'm good with the Joy Cons, but nevertheless, I was gonna say for all the times you have four people over, <laughs> that hurts because you're right. I no, don't know. No, have... no, no, no. It would have hurt if I said what for all the times you have like one extra person over. <laughs> yeah, that stung even more. You're right. <laughs> no, you're 100 right. So whatever uh, i only time, i only joke because i'm in the same boat so next time you come over you can check out this awesome wall mount oh wow or the joy cons oh my god that is a rainbow well yeah right um so and they for the most part like it's just hard to maneuver the way i'm holding this and they just slide out you know they slide yeah. back in they, they click in don't make make sure do. you hide that when i come over why well because if you look at it it, it's uniform. You've got yellow, you know, you got the two yellows on the end, then you got yeah. the two reds on the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then all the colors change, which is weird. Nope, 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 nope. I know why they do. Pair, 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 pair. They're paired, but they're not the same colors. I know. No, the... Yeah, it's just weird. Well, that's because these came for like the, the, they were two different colors. I know. That's how they, it... that's how they were purchased. I know. It's, it's dumb. Don't blame me. Blame Nintendo. I do. Okay, then. <laughs> and with that that's uh the extent of right i don't think i got anything else no that was about it for me so all right well that's more than enough more than yeah. enough for now for for today we'll see yes. what, we'll see what comes in the mail tomorrow oh please don't even be like oh wait i ordered this thing oh look listen after uh the showcase that happened a couple days ago that we're we're gonna get into here yep um thank god they are spacing out the pre-orders uh, yeah, because your poor credit card would really be hurting right now if it didn't. So, As it's not already. Yeah, no, very true, very true. Um, but uh, as listening. yeah, as Larry contemplates, uh, you know, going over his credit card limit again, um, <laughs> we're gonna talk about with um, well, so when it was announced that E three wasn't gonna be happening and may potentially not come back at all. Um, and part of the reason why that happened is because a lot like the big first off, the big 
the big wigs, you know, Sony, Microsoft, they were slowly Nintendo, leaving anyway. Yeah. They were just leaving anyway. They were like, we we do, we do our own showcases or whatever, mm-hmm. or Nintendo Direct and all these, you know, all these other yeah. things. So, um, so now some of the uh, I don't want to say the some of the small guys, but you know, some of the some of the other guys that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that have you know either been showing some success or uh, just trying to make their mark uh, in the gaming industry or starting to do their own showcases. And we got the very first showcase from um, Evercade. Yes. So the first know, of two. The first the of two. Part. Yes. First of two. And I know Larry, you uh, you've you you've talked a lot on the show about how much you love the Evercade. Well, and again, thank you. You're welcome. You're the one that got it for me for Christmas. Uh, and I have the Evercade Versus, which is the home console version. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might be able to see behind me, yep, right over my shoulder there, if you watch on YouTube, is my collection yes, of Evercade games nice. there. Um, yeah, so Evercade dropped some announcements of some uh, one, two, three, four, four or five uh, mm-hmm. new uh, games that are going to be coming out for the system. Now, remember, these work on both the Evercade Versus, that's yep. the con- the home console, and the Evercade EX, uh, EXP, excuse me, uh, which is their handheld. Yep. Uh, so, interchangeable. And first, I just want to get into this. Duke Nukem is coming yes. out for the Evercade. Yes. Holy cow. Well, not only is it getting a collection, but isn't there like a special... Um, yes, you yeah. beat me to it, my friend. In Sorry, fact, no, some... that's okay. No, no, we're good. We're good. Here, uh, yep, there you we go. Share your screen, aren't I'm you? gonna try to. There you go. Time to time to edit. Uh, yes, right here. I think you can see it, right? I can see it very sure. clearly. I mean, the Duke Nukem Evercade versus uh console looks awesome. Yes, it does. You know, it's got this gray, this post-apocalyptic gray and yellow yep. to it. Um, I love the controllers, the way they look. What about I mean, the uh, the LED right in the front there? Well, that always lights up. Yeah, that's does your be- does yours light up yellow like that, or is it a different color? Good question. I'm paying. I know it lights up. I don't know if it's yellow. It li- it actually different colors mean different things. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, but nevertheless, I mean, it's bright. It looks gorgeous. That yellow might be specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is packing with Duke Nuke on one cart. Duke Nukem 1 and 2 Remastered, and Duke Nukem 3D. Yep. And this system can hold up with 3D games. So I'm not... Yeah, so... I mean, it's a little weird to play with the controller like that, but mm -hmm. you get used to it. Well, and you know what's cool about it, though, also, is um, the price. Because... Price is spot on. Well, yeah, because the the Evercade versus, right, the console itself is 100 Mm -hmm. bucks. Mm-hmm. And usually every collection you buy is 20, right? Give or take. Yeah. About. So the fact that you can get the console with the Duke Nukem collection, mm-hmm. one and two, you're getting both. both yeah, sets. there's another collection. Right? Yeah. Yep. And it's listed at 120 bucks. Uh, or, I'm sorry, 120 pounds. Correct. Right? But it might so it's a little still... bit more. No, it might even be $120 as well. Yeah. So, sometimes I've seen that happen. Yeah. Uh, where they, but this, I mean, even though this is a primary um, uh, European company, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's mostly going to be with the pounds. But nevertheless, you're right. Bottom line, the system is inexpensive. Yeah. And not only do they, do you get on one cart, Duke, Duke Nukem 1 and 2 remastered and Duke Nukem 3D, but you also get on the second collection mm-hmm. are games from the PlayStation. Duke oh, Nukem- wow. Duke Nukem Time to Kill, mm-hmm. Duke Nukem Land of the Babes, and which I thought was actually a Game Boy Advance game, but I guess not. Duke Nukem Advance. There you go. 
So that's already one, two, three, four, five, six games right off the bat. Yeah. And what's cool about the system is at least the home console system, you can put you put two cartridges in, you can. So you yeah. can just load up both games right there. And sometimes so what's awesome about the Evocate versus is there's secrets in it. Uh, whether it's codes, whether it's you just wait and watch the credits and something mm-hmm. comes up, or combination of cartridges. Like I have the Commodore 64 volume one and two, okay, which are 14 games each. Oh, wow. But when you put both cartridges in, there's mm-hmm. 29 games in total. Oh, wow. So, which means uh, probably now no one's mentioned anything and Evercage really good at hiding this. Mm-hmm. And I think like the people who own the systems are like trying to like self-aware. Let's not give away the stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if you put both Duke Nukem collections in at the same time, there will probably be a bonus Duke Nukem game. I'm guessing Okay, that will appear. That's really cool. Yes. So uh, very cool with Duke Nukem, but that's not the only collection that's going to be coming out for this. No, wonderful... no, they've announced quite a bit, actually. And again, I, uh, what's great about the Evercade, it's collecting on a budget. No. You know, the the, the oh, which one is it? Uh, the Renovations collection, right? Mm-hmm. Has, um, let, me just pull, let me just grab it real quick. Games on here that are like hundreds of dollars to collect individually. Yeah, basically stuff that's kind of priced out of the market. Uh, Gaieris can be expensive. Granada, Soldis, which was Solfice on the Sega CD. Um, Valis 1 and 3. I mean, those games can go real expensive. Mm -hmm. Or for 20 bucks, you grab it on here, it's the exact same gameplay. So well worthy for that. Um, So you get this other... uh, Well, before I get into that, I'm sorry. I'm just bouncing around here on my end. The Pico Arcade Collection 1. Mm-hmm. Pico was an amazing, still is kind of, but they're an amazing, they were, they put out some fantastic games. And uh, some games are good that the games are going to be on this collection Burglar X, Dragon Master, Diver Boy, Fancy World, The Legend of Silk Road, Magic Purple, Master's Fury, Steel Force, and Ultimate Tennis. A lot of times, games you never heard of, but when you see it, you start like, oh, I remember those. Yeah. So and they like arcade quality. Yeah, those I are mean, the game. Those are the games. Like when I look at them, I honestly can tell you none of them jump out at me <laughs> as games I know. But they're still fun games. Never. Of I mean, they're I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not fun. I'm no, just I know. Saying, I'm just when saying. I hear them. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. So uh, and then they have uh, another series which um, I don't remember as much. I do remember some of the Pico games. Uh, the Sydney Hunter collection I have no idea what this yeah, is it's it's a collection of four games um from the from collector vision so collector vision this is what's also cool about evercade they're really good with um i don't even call them home indie publishers yeah indie publishers and collector vision is a company that puts out games for the coleco vision I for the see. original ColecoVision, but they're brand new games. In fact, they even had which I missed out on, and I am so oh, mad. So these are so these are new games, new games, new retro for, style games. Exactly. Yeah. Sydney Hunter and the Caverns of Death, Sydney Hunter and the Sacred Tribe, Sydney Hunter and the Shrines of Peril, and then a brand new dungeon crawler called Jester. Cool. Yeah. Um. Again. Games that you could buy for the ColecoVision. Mm-hmm. And just real quick, I want to say ColecoVision had released a FPGA HDMI connected 
uh, version of the ColecoVision that I completely missed out on. Oh, wow. Big analog if they were to put a out Coleco. a ColecoVision. Nice. Oh, I'm so mad. And I, I I message him like every six months. So you doing a rerun? Anything possible? <laughs> like, no, we made our money. We're returning. Basically. So it was. They did two runs and that was it. They were done. So, oh, so missed out. Uh, okay, so we got those. Now, here's a couple of collections that you might be familiar with, Ant. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you will be, but still. Uh, we have the Evercade Delphine Software Collection. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a, a French studio that put out games for the Amiga specifically. Another World. I think we do. I don't know if you remember Another World. I didn't, that... I, I didn't know they did a game based off that soap opera. <laughs> no, it's a different world. Oh, oh, no, no, no. There was a soap opera called Another World. Was there? Yes. In, oh, okay. I'm in sorry. The, in, in, definitely in the 80s. <laughs> so, so um, fair enough. Yeah. So I wonder what the game was like. Do you just run around sleeping with everybody <laughs> until you get amnesia? It's possible. Um, Future Wars, which is mm-hmm. a great movie. Uh, Operation Stealth. Okay. And then the console version of Flashback. Flashback, I've heard well, I re- actually I bought the remastered version of Flashback. Oh, okay. Recently. Yeah, on the oh, current side. Yeah. And these games were weird. Like they were very. I forgot what they call it. Oh, st- uh, stereoscope or something. It mm-hmm. was a it was a form of animation where they actually would film a live person making the moves, mm-hmm. and then they would draw over the live person. That's why you get a lot of these games from like the eighties yeah. and even seventies that have this fluid motion. Of yeah things. I mean, I almost feel like I might need to repeat what I just said. No, it's fine. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> um, so you know, and I, I forgot to call it rotator scope or something. Anyway, yeah, that's what these games were. They were very weird, in my opinion, but fun to play. Okay, cool. And then the final collection, which is very funny that this happened to come up only a couple weeks after we started talking about game now, of the week. And we yeah, mentioned- now, now this is the one I'm interested in. Yes. The Sunsoft Collection, mm-hmm. Volume 1. Yes. Uh, now, this is where sometimes I have an issue with buying Evercade games because mm-hmm. I look at the collection and I'm like, I have enough of these games already on their own that like, I don't need to buy this because I have the games already. Right. And this is one of those collections. Um, Arabian. Mm-hmm. Arrow, uh, area, area, arrow, arrow, acrobat. Yes. Uh, Journey to Silius. Blaster Master, Blaster Master Boy, and mm-hmm. Mister Gimmick. All right, Mister Gimmick, I don't know, but Blaster Master, I know. So, Mister Gimmick, actually, funny enough, um, uh, Limited Run just announced recently that they're going to be putting out a physical version of Gimmick. Uh, oh. That's also going to be coming out digitally on current consoles. Oh, very nice. The game was a platformer that was really only released in Japan. We never got mm. it. And it's like one of the best platformers there is. And I think original copies go for a lot of money, a lot of money of Mr. Gimmick. Okay. So this is so this is one of those situations where you can pick it up here. Um, Journey to Silius, uh, actually, funny enough, is on the Switch collection. Okay. But it's an awesome game. Blaster Master, <laughs> there's just nothing to say about it. It's fantastic. Blaster Master Boy is the Game Boy mm-hmm. version that I'm interested in. Blaster Master, I have to say, was not one of my favorites. I played you know, through it not too long ago, and I, 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 I don't know what it was. I had my, I had my issues with it. Growing up, I had it, but I wasn't crazy about it. I didn't learn to love it till recently. You're yeah. right. Like when no, I was playing, growing Blaster up, Master, I hated it. Oh growing yeah, up, I flat too. out hated it. But well, I only like the driving part. 
when you were in when you were in oh, the, right uh, now when you got out of the yeah. car and exactly i forgot what the car was but recently when i was playing blaster master zero which is a, mm-hmm. basically a remake of that and that's where i kind of fell back in love or ah, fell okay. in love with blessing but i haven't gone back to the nes version yet okay uh blessed Master boys the game boy version arrow the acrobat came out on genesis that I know. Yeah. Yeah. And Arabian is really the only one I'm not familiar with. I'm not familiar with that one at all. So, so. but nevertheless, yes. Yeah. Still, I was, no, I was just going to say it's a very solid, um, it's a very solid announcement. Like, it's great to see that they're supporting their system so well. It's like, amazing. And they, they, yeah, they like they went in, they went into this already having a ton of stuff licensed. So they knew that they wouldn't run out of content, mm-hmm. you know, like certain mm-hmm. other you know, systems that came out like Atari. Um, <laughs> this, I still, how's your PCS? It's still there. I still it, have it. Is it on life support? I might have to stop buying games for other systems on it, but you might need but, to get a defibrillator. It, it's, it's now my definitive and my uh, exclusive um, and stream arcade player. So for now, for now. Yeah. Ah, well, uh, so yeah, but no, Evercade and Evercade, like for this little, kind of third-party system to get the backing of sunsoft of renovation of atari you know what i mean i mean the the games they've been putting out have been top-notch so we'll see what happens down in the future they definitely are and um uh, there's a lot of commodore 64 games on there too they have the Commodore collections i got both of them yeah yeah so a lot of good stuff and then on top of that they announced that there's going to be a second um, a second showcase in July, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be announcing at least five other games, uh, five other collections. Yeah, so, so more carts. Hear about that. More carts coming out. Um, and then also the system every month gives you a free game to play every month from an indie developer. Oh, that's really cool. And then what happens is at the end of the year they throw all twelve of those games onto a cart. Nice. You get to purchase. Well done. So, yes. Good, for, good on you guys, Evercade. <laughs> I I do need I do, like the. It's the one console where, like, I I, I want to support them and buy it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. It's well worth it. So. I'm too distracted with everything else I own. Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, uh, with that, uh, before we move on, uh, just for a moment, and where can they find us and connect with us? Well, uh, you guys can find us on facebookcom podcast, on Instagram at retrogamerspodcast, on Twitter at retrogamerspod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube, or you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. All right. So we have this is uh, probably the long one of the longest running bits that we're doing here uh, that we have game of the week. Yeah. Second week in a row. We're uh, oh. we're uh, we're yeah, we're on a roll. Basically, we're, we're committed. That's what's great. we're, we're committed. Well, no, I think committed means you have to get to three. Maybe so. <laughs> maybe we if we get through one more week of this, I'm going to say we're committed. Or we're gonna be committed, yeah. So. Or or when we get committed, we just give up at that point. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is. But week two of game of the week, where we yes. uh, where we focus on one specific game in the uh, retro universe, and just for fun, it, just for fun, just for fun. We're not getting into like nope the nitty gritty, all the information about them or anything like that. Just we go back, we play a game from the past, we just give you our thoughts on it and how we feel. And hopefully you played it as well. Again, we you know we recommend these not just for us to play, but for you guys and girls mm-hmm. to play. If you're trying to figure out, ah, oh, what should I play? Let's pop this in or turn this on. And this week, if I could reach through this camera and choke my loving co-host, um, I would because I forgot how daunting this game was. But we're talking about from the PlayStation One, Laura Cross first 
go about of uh, Tomb Raider? Boring. Yes, Tomb Raider. I was setting it up. Thank you. <laughs> you, you. You hesitated. I thought at that point you forgot. No, I knew what it was. So I said Lara Croft. Uh, Tomb Raider for the PS1. Tomb Raider and, for the PS1. And we're talking about the original release in 1996. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I will let you start because I got a wave, as I say, a wave of nostalgia, but for the bad reason. I was just so going to say, was it was it a wave or was it like a tsunami that well, basically <laughs> just destroyed you? No, uh, seeing how far I got in the game, it was just a wave. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where, what, was it a wave or like, like was it a wave in the ocean or like the kitty wave pool? Yeah, exactly, you right? The, you, you, you hit the wave pool and that, that was it oh, for you. Oh, gosh. Well, that's all right, because uh, surf's up for me. Tomb Raider. Okay, so, so Tomb Raider for me has always been... Um, I've always thought of it fondly because I remember buying Tomb Raider for the PlayStation one. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like I owned it. Uh, I, in fact, I'm almost positive that the copy I have is still my original. Oh, okay. So, because um, I've said this story on the podcast before I had Tomb Raider one, two, and three on the PlayStation and I purchased all of them. I got stuck in Tomb Raider two somewhere mm. in the middle, somewhere in the middle of the game. I yeah. got stuck, did not know what to do. I've never played Tomb Raider 3 because I could not finish Tomb Raider 2 and I'm a stickler for going in order with things. <laughs> so Tomb Raider 3, it, it's not a, it's not shrink wrapped anymore. It is okay. Open, that's good at least. But okay. my Tomb Raider 3 still remains unplayed. Wow. Still I, untouched. Yeah, Does untouched. not know the human hand. Unspo no, it knows the human hand because I put it in my polymega. Oh, okay. okay so, fair enough. So it, got, so it was a, so, it was used. <laughs> so 20 years, 25 years later, it got to feel the pure bliss of being inserted into a console. Oh, how are you now? All right. And then um, it was very quickly pulled out. And hey, put away. There so, you go. Um, about right. So anyway, so Tomb Raider one, I remember playing this uh, incessantly when I first got it um, again, it was when 3d, games were new at home in consoles all about polymegas uh, uh polymegas all about polygons <laughs> yeah poly uh, it was all about the polygons and you yeah. know granted when you look at the graphics today yes they're not good oh, i was yeah, like but did. when you're thinking about it back then like some of the very first 3d polygonal yeah. games it was amazing to just see your character realized in 3d and to control them so going back to this game to me was like uh uh, it was, again, it was just a good rush of nostalgia. It was great to actually step into the game again and play through it. Okay. Now, um, I haven't played through the whole thing yet. Like I've been okay. playing, I've been playing it all week. Um, <laughs> just to like uh, a level here, a level there, because yeah. it, I don't remember everything in the game, especially yeah, no. later on in the game. Like the first few levels, I remember pretty well. Mm -hmm. But then as I got like to the halfway point of the game, I've forgotten everything. So like, I'm just discovering things all on my own mm -hmm. and it's taken me forever. Yeah. But just playing through it, 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 it amazed me at how much impact this game had, because when you look at it, um, it's very simplistic. And when I say simplistic, I mean, it's not overly challenging from a, uh, from an enemy perspective. Like I can see what you're talking about. You're not, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a Duke Nukem or something like that, where yeah, it's yeah. Like you're constantly being bombarded with enemies. Sure, you. you know, uh, a gorilla shows up here and there. You get some lions. You get some alligators. There's a bad guy who pops up every once in a while. But oh most, yeah, most of the time, 
you're really just exploring like a Tomb yeah. Raider. You're exploring. <laughs> Hence the name of the game. Yeah. You're exploring these uh, locations and you're trying to solve puzzles. And again, for me, I'm a big puzzle fanatic. Yes. So this fits in perfectly for me. Okay. So just the whole exploration puzzle solving thing. It was great to start to go through that again. And now I'm like, I think I'm on like um, the 11th. Oh, wow section of okay the, i think there were 14 or 15 total so like i'm I'm more than i'm about two-thirds of the way through okay but you know i've i've been enjoying it i've gotten frustrated at certain points because i can't find things again because they they were very smart like hiding certain things there's a lot of finding something and then going back through rooms yes. that you've been through again so there, there's a lot of stuff going on um on every level or every stage mm -hmm. um, to, or at least to figure out. Um, and for that, like I've just always loved this game and playing okay. through it just reminded me of how much I loved it. Um, now after, you know, 30, almost 30 years, like after 27 years, yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. there are definitely elements of it that are particularly frustrating. Um, the controls are by far, I mean, subpar may might be I? an understatement. May and I, I? Yes, you may, because I know Larry, you're gonna you're gonna say flat out you couldn't control this character, could you? <laughs> like, like a lot of women in my life, Laura Croft would just refuse to listen to me, or 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 take heed of my uh, of my of my notions. That's not um, specific to women. Just so you know. What? <laughs> No one listens to me. Uh, no, I, I, you know, it's funny. I don't remember if I originally owned Tomb Raider. Um, I feel like I, I did, but I also didn't get, you know, remember I didn't buy PlayStation day one. I was, mm -hmm. kinda, I was late to PlayStation. So yes. I might've skipped over. I just totally skipped over Tomb Raider. Um, but you know, I have two match. I have all three Tomb Raiders uh, for the PS one. And this was apparently a greatest hits one. Cause I have, four. Four. Oh, okay. Well I have the, that yeah, yeah, last revelation was uh, the that. fourth one. Mm -hmm. Um, so I might and I, I think mine is a greatest hits because I can do a demo of Tomb Raider two and a demo of another game. I forgot what it is. Oh, nice. So nevertheless, yeah. I'm like, all right, let me boot it up. Let's go. I'm watching the uh, you know the opening cinema. Very cool. Again, dated, yep. but that's okay. I get it. Um, and then I get into Lara Croft and uh, trying to control her. I was better off just just whipping the CD straight across the room and hitting the wall because okay. So I don't mind how she moves. She moves forward. She moves back. I figured out all those buttons. But by God, to try and be like, you know, move her yes. to the left, turn her to the right. It is so like, so just there's like a delay, which is fine. I get it. It's, a, it's an old game. Yep. Uh, and that's how it was. But and then to try and line up to open things like, oh, there's a switch on the wall. Let me run to it. Okay. You know, like, like, here's the switch. Oh wait, I'm not lined up. Yep. Let me shift, yep. pivot. Pi oh, now I'm like it was so. God help me trying to swim. Mm. I, 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 the controls well, because were because, so... the, because the controls reversed when you swam. Down the was up, up was down. No, which is yeah, uh, it was just so barbaric. And then you know, trying to thank God there's auto aiming because if there wasn't auto aiming, I I would have given up. And I tried. I'm very I'm very grateful for auto aiming yes. in this game. I swear I tried playing this game. I really did. I, I did at least three days of playing this game. I got to like level one, two. I really did not get far because I'm I'm up to that water where you have to swim and stuff. And A, lost. I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. B, 
um, to again to try and jump on things, to try and line up where you're at. Yep. I, I just the controls alone. I have no problem with the story. I have no problem with the the uh, the hero of the game, the antagonist, as you as you would call them, protagonist. Uh, protagonist. I knew I was gonna get that wrong. Um, you know, I have no problem with any of that. It's just the controller yeah. absolutely ruined. It's the only thing I can complain yeah. about about this game. Well, and the other thing, uh, the other thing too, is that when this game came out, this was before you got analog sticks on your PlayStation controller. So you're using the D-pad to to control a character that can turn 360. So it's it is very tough to do that in itself is not the issue because i was okay i was able to move her forward and i was able to turn while moving but it's just to line up yeah to, line you know it, you line have to be tough. so specific yes like if you're i mean i like literally i'm hitting the button trying to turn a switch and mm. i just had to literally because you hit the l1 i think it is and you literally shift yes <laughs> You shift to the you shimmy you shimmy to the left you shimmy you shimmy yes. and then you do the whole hokey uh hocus pocus Pokey pokey, excuse me. Pokey pokey. Um, this is I'm so enraged by the controls. Mm -hmm. And it stinks because I really wanted to play this. I really wanted to get far, but I just I I I couldn't. And some of the times, God help me, when you hit a switch and you gotta get to a door before it closes. Oh yeah, those are tough. Nope, that's not happening. Nope. That room with the two uh in the beginning of the game with the two um bridges. Yep. And then and then I ran into a room which I'm pretty sure had a an artifact in it. Um it was like this 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 skull head on this little body or whatever that, that might have been a key it. probably probably was a key i couldn't grab it i couldn't do nothing with it i'm trying to fix my hat um so I, I, it was the only thing that bugged me was the controls yeah. did you enjoy the t-rex what t-rex you didn't I, even get there i didn't get <laughs> far into the game i know there is a you didn't, you didn't get to the part where you find out there are dinosaurs in in these tombs i knew that was there i just mm. didn't get that far into it that you know i got through the bats and the wolves that's uh, okay. it swimming is what killed me uh, okay uh, I, I i will always question the logic of the game of course it's just a video game but the whole idea of like inside these tombs that have nobody's been in for who knows how long these animals have been able to survive. Um, not only <laughs> the fact that there are there are rap velociraptors and T-Rex and a T-Rex, oh, which is I amazing. Just, it just that and that in itself doesn't it honestly doesn't bother me, but I know no, what you're no, talking no, about. Fine. I know what you're getting at. No, no, no. I could care but, less. I can care less about the logic because again, we're going back to 96. They're trying to make something cool. What's it what's gonna be cool in a in a in a 3D video game? Oh, we're gonna do a T-Rex, which is awesome. Di they made a whole series on that with Dino Crisis. They did, yeah. So <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, no. I completely understand the frustration. And I think if you play the is it the anniversary edition, the remastered? I believe it's the Tomb Raider anniversary is kind of like loosely based on the first game, yeah. Right. So I and I, I the controls have been updated in that sense. So I think you'll have it you have an easier go with it. This is a game to me that is ripe for a remaster the way that they did Resident Evil. You know what? You're right on that. I, that yeah. I agree with. Like, I think if you did that and you you fix the main issue with the game, which really are the controls. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I mean, I think the game, I mean, granted, I still think the game is worth playing, no question. I think you just take the time to get used to the control. Trust me, I'm on like, I'm on level 9, 10, 11, wherever it is. I think I'm on 11. But like, uh, and I'm recording my gameplay because ultimately what I'm going to do is I'm going to post a playthrough of the game. I will not post a full playthrough of my game because 
I'm not going to have anybody sit there for like 12 hours and watch how many times my timing was <laughs> off and I fell to my death. You could. <laughs> I could, but you know what? I don't, people don't need to suffer like that. I'll just, I'll put the playthrough up where you can play through the game and stuff. But look, it, it's part of the game and you just have to kind of grit your teeth and bear it as you're playing through it. Oh, I get it. It's yeah. wor- To me, the game is still worth playing through despite the control issues. Uh, again, so. it's a classic. It, you know yeah. what I mean? I believe it might be a Hall of Famer. I forgot. Uh, but it's definitely amazing. But I just mm-hmm. and again, I tried. I really yeah. did. I, I think I was texting you, too. I'm like, this yes. is nonsense. No, you were like, <laughs> you were like, I hate this game. <laughs> That's what you wrote. To and me. I forgot why. And there's another game that plays like it, too. I can't stand. That's yeah. a very classic game. But, but what, nevertheless, what's also uh, what I also find appealing about it is the fact of Lara Croft, the character. I don't know who in Ida's like was psychic or whatever, but how they knew Angelina Jolie and while they were developing this game before they got Angelina Jolie to play Lara Croft in the movie, mm-hmm. pure genius. Now I swear. It's like, when you look at the, I, like I remember when I first saw Angelina Jolie in a movie and I was like, she looks like Lara Croft. Really? This is so weird. Yeah, literally, because um, the first movie I saw her in, I'm trying to think of what that was. Hackers. Gia? Oh, no. Hackers. <laughs> Hacker, hackers in 96. OK. Which was the same year yeah. that this came yeah. out. So like when I watched Hackers, I'm like, this she looks so familiar. Who, who like what? what who does she remind me of? And then like, the, you know, this was when the internet was so young. Oh, yeah. You couldn't find all these things out. I didn't know. Ooh, yeah. Oh, look, she's John Boyd's daughter and something like that. No, but at some point I remember looking at her and being like, oh. I go, her and Lara Croft kind of look alike. <laughs> and then five years later, you get her playing Lara Croft. And I'm like, well done. Very well done. <laughs> Touche. Yes. Very, Touché. very well done. Well, yeah. uh, well, you're so you're OK. So uh, forgive me here. Uh, I'm, I will be as um, um, PG as possible with this. So you're the first. So your Lara Croft was um, Lara Croft was Angelina Jolie, where mine was uh, Nell McAndrew who uh, graced the cover of Playboy magazine August of 1999 as Laura Croft in 99. Okay. Yeah. I think she was an actual, I think she was the actual live at live. Model. She was the actual model for yeah. Laura Croft or at or some, some point. point. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So no. uh, you unplug your headphones. I unplug my headphones. <laughs> if my hand is on the wrong side of the wire <laughs> and I go all Italian, <laughs> it just gets thrown. So. It's a me. <laughs> See another uh, see another way you can tell a true Italian. My hands are always moving. <laughs> Larry, you're a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I never said I was Italian. Uh, so nevertheless, um, well, uh, uh, Tomb Raider, absolute yeah. classic. I will never play it again. Uh, are the controls like that for two and three? Uh, I'm I va- well again. Never played three. Uh, sure. I vaguely recall it being there for two, but I I don't remember if you can use the analog stick for two. Gotcha. So I might make it a little bit more bearable. All right, we'll see. All right. So if you were to rate oh, Tomb Raider, we didn't do this so, last week. Um, if no, I thought I did. Did I? Did we not? No, we didn't. We didn't write Batman. We just said right. we love Batman. All right, <laughs> it's a love just, hate scale. Yeah, I would just say flat out, like if you were yeah. to, you know, rate it one, one, one to five idols. What would you give it? I mean, honestly, I would give it three, purely, but no, because of the controls. Yeah. And again, it stinks because it's such an amazing, iconic game yeah. that I actually feel bad giving it a three. Yeah. But I would give it a three. Yeah. See, I'll give it. I'll give it a solid four. Um, 
mostly and again the only reason why it doesn't get a four and a half or a five is for the controls but i'd still give it a solid four because i think it's worth experiencing even with the controls and after a while you get used to it and to be fair i did try i turned the analog on Mm -hmm. on the controller and it's like controller disconnected i was like damn it (laughs) yeah nope not gonna work um even playing it on my poly mega i had to use the d-pad so good there was no way there was no way around that that's what i get for what having the poly mega i played on original playstation one at least i love my well the reason why i played it on my poly mega was so i can record some gameplay i got because i I forgot it's very easy to record from that yes so because if you watched our show last week which i know you did but for those of you who watched our show on youtube when we were talking about batman we actually did intersperse some of our gameplay in the episode so uh my my plan is to continue to do that on our episodes but i also so. forgot polymega makes that very easy so they make it super easy it's yeah. so cool now uh, i can just yeah it's really easy to do so and um, with that folks we will now announce this week's game of the week which we might also announce probably on in on social media a little early give you guys oh uh, that'd be cool and stuff yeah um yeah. and again send us photos pictures of high scores whatever moments whatever you want to do send us on social media um, this game admittedly, uh, making it a little easy, uh, due to some things that's going on this week. So mm-hmm. uh, easy access, I should say. Um, yep. and it's a fun game that also, when we talked, we kind of talked about it a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, which, and I think you said that you never really experienced this game. So mm-hmm. in a way I want you to be able to play it cause this is a fun game. We're talking about the super Nintendo super Mario world Two Yoshi's Island. Yes. Yeah. So I had talked about never having played this game before because they just um, released the version for the Game Boy Advance on the Switch online. Yes, they did. So um, and uh, full disclosure, a couple of weeks ago after we talked about it, I did play a little okay, bit of fine. it on Switch online. Like when I say a little bit, I mean, like I played yeah, maybe yeah. like 20 minutes and walked away. And again, intriguing, fun. It's Super Mario World. You know, I yeah. love the, the first Super Mario World. So I'm looking forward to actually sitting down and giving it some proper play the old college try so uh, again super mario world 2 yoshi's island whether you play the original cart or on the super nintendo collection uh on the on the on the switch Switch. Mm -hmm. either way is going to work and again uh, we'll talk about it next week and uh, have some fun with that so very cool there you go and with that let's pull into port my friend what do we got with some news we got some retro news all right we'll try i know we're running a little long so i'll try and go through this quickly i know uh one quick retro birthday to throw out there larry you were nice enough to point this out Um, yeah a quick happy retro birthday to the game boy camera which is 25 years old and there it is there oh, the blue, I had the blue one. Well, had I bought this have only a couple years ago? I never had it originally. Oh, you never had it? No, I never had a. Uh, no, because I was never able to get my hands on the Game Boy printer. The Game Boy printer, which, which you also now currently have, have no paper on it. Very cool. I had, to, I had to find paper. Uh, yeah, no, the Game Boy camera, basically, you know, the first. Let's face facts: the first selfie camera, because you were able to turn. Yes. Oh, I don't want to break that. Uh, able no, to turn the camera towards yourself. Don't break it. And yeah. take selfies. And for your Game Boy printer, I'm sure there's got to be a site online somewhere that sells. Oh, no, no, paper. no. I oh, you have, have paper. Okay. I might even have a roll of original paper, but it's so old. It was it was a thermal, a thermal. So old it doesn't work. But I did find a site that did sell new paper. Nice. So sounds like something to... something to bring to the uh, expo in August. Oh, that's a good idea because they might they might even have it themselves there. That's where I first experienced it. Yeah. But to show here, I got my pocket and. uh does it go in the analog pocket? It actually does very well, too. Um, nope, not that way. 
That way, right. that's going to break it. Oh my god, please! Now, I mean, if you can imagine the pocket as an original Game Boy, yep, that it's stuck out the top, and then again, you twist, and there's your camera like that. Very nice. Uh, it even had some games on it. Uh, very simple games, mm-hmm. but you were able to take a picture of like yourself and insert yourself into the game, like your nice. face. I mean, it's like all of I think one megapixel, or you know what I mean. So yeah. Um, right. nevertheless, happy 25th uh, anniversary to the Game Boy. Happy 25th. All right, moving on to the retro news yes. now. Uh, to the rest of the news we have, really quickly. Uh, we talked about them last week. I'm going to talk about it this week. Super all Mario right. Brothers the movie, which has been released mm-hmm. digitally. Mm-hmm. Uh, DVD is still TBD. Oh my god! Um, yes, and nothing's got it earlier than like November. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I highly doubt it'll be out in November. It's got to be coming out sooner. It's but coming. anyway, the Super Mario Brothers movie is now, I'm gonna say officially the second highest grossing animated <laughs> film of all time. It just surpassed the first Frozen movie. Good. That's it, what you get, Elsa. Uh, it's now one. It's now at one point two eight eight billion. Nice. Uh, it is second to Frozen Two, whatevs. And then, if you want to, if you consider the Lion King remake as an animated movie, because it's not a live action movie, um, <laughs> it's the, very. It would put the Mario CGI, yeah. right. It would put the Mario movie at third. So <laughs> that's live um, action. Yeah, uh, well, it's not live action, but <laughs> anyway, uh, Mario movie again, even with the digital release, is still making some money in the juggernaut, my friend. Cool. Yes. Yep. All right. Moving on to some other news. Uh, movie news as well. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 has been greenlit. They're already working on it. Yeah. Um, the um, uh, but uh casting rumor came out. Okay. That a the top choice to play the third film's villain hmm. may be going to Aubrey Plaza, which is interesting. Yeah. Because I'm trying to figure out who a female antagonist would be from the Sonic one, unless it's someone original. Well, the only the only rumor that's been thrown out has been uh, Rouge the Bat, who was not an antagonist. Oh, interesting. She was Sonic's friend, but yeah. maybe they're gonna do the t- like kind of the Knuckles route. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, Knuckles was legit, you know, against Sonic in the game. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But then he comes around. Exactly. And, that's, yeah, yeah, so we, do, we yeah. may be seeing that again. But all right. Rumor right now is what? But then Sonic, uh, I mean, Shadow is going to be in this game as well. In the movie? It's got to be because Shadow was at the end of two. That's true. So we may be, maybe oh, there'll be. What is happening? Maybe there will be multiple villains. Ooh, I like that. Will we see Amy, Will we see Amy Rose? We don't know. Hopefully not. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Moving on to some other news, um, Valve uh, a few uh, a couple months ago, uh, I think we talked about this. I'm not sure, but Valve announced that they were going to be releasing a Dolphin emulator on <laughs> yes. Steam, which would allow you to play Nintendo games. I feel like that was a ballsy move on their part. It was a ballsy move on their part. But then, what Val- uh, Valve recently came out and said that they've indefinitely postponed the Dolphin mm-hmm. emulator because they reached out to Nintendo. To let them know that this exists, and then Nintendo sent them a cease and desist. I so, mean, good for Valve to be like, "Hey, look, at least we're doing this." You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, now, that, that's what it was. It, it was an N64 or a GameCube emulator, or just a Nintendo emulator. 
It was a Nintendo emulator. I'm not 100 percent sure wh- what it was specifically. Because again, uh, it said Dolphin. Weird... Dolphin was originally the GameCube name, so yes, it might have been correct. GameCube. But either way, like they 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 went to Nintendo. Nintendo did their cease and desisting. So Valve was like, okay, fine. Better that they did it before they released it. Then no, 100. percent So 100. So the Dolphin emulator is on the shelf, t- uh, indefinitely <laughs> postponed, which basically means. We're not going to be yeah. seeing it. But also on Nintendo's part, like Nintendo gets a phone call. All right, Valve, you know what? We'd rather not you put this out. Valve, okay, yep. no problem. We're cool. Hang up. Still send them the letter. Yes, <laughs> We exactly. trust nobody. Thank you for letting <laughs> us know. We'll be in touch. We'll see you in court. We'll see you in court. <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, do you remember the game Worms? And then oh. obviously Worms Armageddon. Yes. Yada, yada, yada. The game I wasn't well, that crazy about. Right. Uh, yeah, I was never a big fan of worms either. However, uh, <laughs> worm, hated worms. Uh, well, in general, I do. Uh, worms is getting a board game. Really? That might lead yeah. lend itself to something. Uh, so tabletop developer Mantic Games announced plans to create a worms board game. Mm-hmm. They're lo- they'll be launching a Kickstarter in August of 23. Oh, OK. Uh, with the plan to release it next year for worms 30th anniversary. 30 years. Holy cow. You know, 30 years of words. It first appeared on the Commodore Amiga in 1995. It's like lemmings on the windows. That was like my first game I ever bought. Uh, And sticking to, well, not Commodore, but just computer-based games. I sent you this link a couple of days ago because I was really excited about it. Uh, And it may force me to buy a... um, a quest if this doesn't come out on other systems. Oh, but yes. the seventh guest, one of my favorite games of all time uh, for the PC is officially coming to VR. Ooh. So we're getting a virtual reality version of seventh guest, which was a first person puzzle based game. Nope. Um, they refilmed all of oh, like, wow. all of the media, all of the like uh, sequences with the characters. Okay. Um, so that you can get a true VR ghost experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in the game. Because the whole idea is you're uncovering memories in yeah. the mansion as you go on. And everybody's kind of like a ghost in these memories. Mm-hmm. So um, so they've added that. And then they've added other things. Like the puzzles are going to be more challenging. There are going to be dangers lurking around. Like there are actually going to be ghosts like coming around that. You Danger will walk soon. Danger. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see. Uh, especially with a game like that, because uh, obviously I'm a huge fan. No, totally. So looking forward to that. A um, few more bits. Um, German musician Remute, which we've talked about last year. Remute, we have, and I feel like I have something on order of his. Remute is a German musician who released an album last year on the Mega Drive. Yep. It was an album straight up on the Mega Drive. Well, now this year, um, the uh, Remute has created a new album exclusively for the Commodore 64. That's wild. The album is called To the Bone, <laughs> uh, and it is available for purchase. Uh, if uh, you can, uh, I don't have the prices, but you can buy, you can buy. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the cartridge download is thir- uh, 35 pounds. Okay, that's heavy. For the limited edition version, which will come with a seven-inch vinyl, mm-hmm. you can get that for forty-five pounds. Uh, shipping is going to start July seventh, and again, it's specifically for the Commodore sixty-four, so it uses the Commodore sixty-four SID chip yep. for all of the music. That's so wild. just really interesting. Yeah, he's got a few. I think he even put one out recently for the 
He did one for the NES, I think, at one point, too. He's done one for the NES. I think he's done one. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you. He's, I got him on uh, Bandcamp right now. I'm looking through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he did one for uh, Dreamcast recently as well, maybe. Nice. So, But yeah, I just came across his Mega Drive one. Cool. All right. Two more bits of news. Mm-hmm. Well, this one's a little sad. Um, cool. But uh, former Sega staffer Yuji Naka... Mm-hmm. who was on the original Sonic team. He helped bring oh. Sonic the Hedgehog to life. Okay. Uh, so Yuji Naka is looking at two years in prison. Oh. Or two okay. to two and a half years in prison for insider trading. Oh, that insider trading gets you every time. So apparently what he did was um, he invested in the developer A-Team after discovering that the studio was going to be working on... Final Fantasy VII First Soldier. Okay. So he bought like almost a million dollars worth of shares. <laughs> That's not going to clue anyone in. <laughs> um, in the and he did it. He did admit to taking part in the insider trading. Oh, so, so he's looking at a fine of two and a half million yen. Oof. Um, and potentially two and a half years in prison. So, and this guy Yuji Naka, for those of you who don't know, besides Sonic the Hedgehog. He worked on titles like Outrun and Ghouls oh, wow. and Ghosts. Oh, wow. So, yeah. He's a he, heavy hitter. Oh, yeah. And he was with Sega until 2006. So, silly, silly person. Um, and then he joined Square Enix in 2018. And now he might go to jail. <laughs> um, okay. Last bit of news and probably the best bit of news I'm going to give you this week. I thought Seventh Guest was going to be my my personal highlight, but I got mm-hmm. a bigger highlight for oh, us. Oh, man. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, we were talking about the Evercade showcase that just happened well not necessarily a showcase but there was another live stream announced and it's going to be taking place on june 8th and it's going to be a live stream you and i are both going to be very excited to see Mm -hmm. because i don't know how to say the name of this company but zuiki z-u-i-k-i i'll take zuiki has announced a live stream on june 8th to talk about the X68000 Z Mini. Are you kidding me? There, nope. We are getting a sharp X68000 Mini. I'm pulling as we speak. <laughs> um. Oh my god. Yep. Sharp's X68000, which came out in 1987. Which for years, it's adorable. We, for it years, we had for years we had talked about this. Oh, it and was we our always, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was our uh, it was our white whale for a while. It really was. Like when I used to go to Japan, I was always like, I want to come back with a Sharp X sixty eight thousand, but <laughs> there was no way for me to get it in a suitcase because it's a computer. It, was it a, is. It's it was a freaking computer. I played it momentarily last year at the Long Island Retro Expo. Yeah. See, there nope. you go. So on June eighth at eight p.m. Japan Standard Time. Okay. Um, we are going to find out more information. On the X sixty eight thousand mini, we're gonna have to buy it from Japan, but I don't care. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, so that's amazing. Yeah, so and we're definitely gonna. We're and not only I'm hoping they announce some of the games that are gonna be on there. Yeah, right. So, uh, and with that, my friend, that wraps up our retro news All and right. the show. Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, with that, all right. Well, it. Have a good week. You have a good week as well. And you know what? One more time. Where can they find us? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) 
but I guess if you want to try, you can find <laughs> us on facebook.com slash retro gamers podcast on Instagram at retro gamers podcast on Twitter at retro gamers pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube at retro gamers pod, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I forgot if it was pod. Well, podcast. YouTube is retro Mania podcast. Yeah. Retro retro gamers podcast. Okay. Yep. I'm a, uh, or you can email us at email at the retrogamers.com. I haven't messed that up in a while. So it's all right. Don't worry about it. That's okay. You, you you never you never try. You never I even don't. try. I'm too busy looking at this mini. Yes. So all right, folks. With that, we'll catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. Mm-hmm.